Welcome to the Pursuit of Passion podcast, a podcast where I or Lighten share on inspirational topics all linked to the journey of following your passion. Sit back, relax and enjoy as you get all the information you need to lead a fulfilling career. Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Passion podcast. This is another exciting one and this is focused on personal development. Such an awesome conversation I had with Rebecca Tembo, an award-winning fashion designer, as she really shared her journey of developing herself while following her passion, as well as some inspirational tips. You know, many times we think that the journey of following our passion is not going to require anything from us internally, but a lot of the things that we need to really make progress on our journey is internal. Like Tony Robbins said, success is 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. In other words, we need to really work on ourselves to be able to make the progress that we need to make on the journey of following our passion. And this is why personal development is so important. And that's why I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode because Rebecca shares a lot of inspirational tips, such as how to develop self-belief, the importance of developing a positive and ambitious mindset. She also interestingly covered why discipline is more important than motivation. I really want you guys to hear that part. A lot more was shared, but I don't want to give it all away, of course. So I'm going to let you sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. This is a conversation on the pursuit of passion. My name is Olayton, also known as Kocho, the face and the brand behind Olayton, which is a brand really dedicated to help people follow their passion and lead a fulfilling career. Now, today is about a special guest, which is the amazing Rebecca Tembo. She's an award-winning fashion designer and entrepreneur. She recently launched her brand last year and is doing amazingly well. And I'm sure that she's going to make a lot of waves in the industry. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation because she is indeed following her passion. So sit back, relax. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, Rebecca, it's good to have you. Thank you. For the sake of people that don't know you, some people know you, some people know you very well, some people know you not so well, and I would like to know you more. If you don't mind introducing yourself, that would be awesome. Cool. So hi, guys. My name is Rebecca Tembo, and I am a fashion designer who specializes in luxury jumpsuits. Um, I started off making dresses for private clients, so anybody that needed something for a special occasion. And then last year, I decided to go into strictly just jumpsuits. Um, and they're all made in London. It's done in a sustainable way. So it's made to order. So once the customer orders it, it gets made and then sent to the customer. So that way we're not creating any waste. And we're just all about supporting female entrepreneurs, female uh, businesswomen and career women as well. So we like to highlight uh, people that are doing exceptionally well on different levels in the industry as well. It's amazing. Nice. And concise. I like <laughs> awesome stuff. All right. So would you say that you are following your passion? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That sounds really confident right there. <laughs> um, following your passion. Awesome stuff. And um, I'm guessing you recommend people to follow their passion. Would you say that? Yeah. If you, if you know what it is, then definitely. 
Yes. But I have so many people around me that are like, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. That is interesting. You have an interesting journey as well. So if you don't mind telling us, how did you come about following your passion? Because at some point, you didn't like certain things you were doing, right? Yeah. So if you don't mind telling us a little bit about your story a bit further, your journey, and how you've really come to this point. Okay, so I always say, like, I don't like sewing. (laughs) So it was from the get-go. Like, when I started working and building the business I didn't have a chance to enjoy it as a hobby it was more like straight into making money I was I think I just turned 18 years old and I just didn't like get a chance to just enjoy the craft of it so um you know you're doing something you're not really learning at the pace that you should be because it's more about let's just make money let's just make money and it just got to a point where I'd burn out all the time I'd cry all the time I was depressed like I couldn't leave my bed for like a month you go on medication and things like that and it's not like I didn't know what to do I did know what to do but it's more like are you going to act upon it or are you just going to say it and I think when I started or just as humans um our default mechanism is more let's just talk and not do anything and we assume that the talking is enough to to make change when it really isn't so for me it took just four years of frustration and I think you know when you're doing the right thing when you generally feel so much fire and passion for it um even when you're not enjoying most parts of it but it's just like there's that desire like so innate in you that you know like this is what I'm meant to be doing Mm. so right now you're following your passions you're telling us that it took you a few years about at least four years to get to the point to actually understand what your passion is and then eventually help you take that step so for people that are watching right now that don't really know what their passion is and don't even think it's something that's realistic you're telling me that you had to do things that you didn't like so you were sewing and it was making you money all right that's another point actually so you could be doing something that's making you money but you still don't feel satisfied okay and um you got to a point ultimately that you thought i don't think this is worth it i want to really do something i'm passionate about and you also said that when you're passionate about something, even when it's not going well, you're still able to persist and persevere and be resilient. And even if you have to do things that are not enjoyable to actually do what you want to do and be do what you're passionate about, it's still worth it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome stuff. That's amazing. So what would you say are some key lessons that you've learned along the way? <laughs> There's too many. <laughs> First key lesson is that it's all in your head. It's all in your head. Yeah, so you can't do anything or succeed in anything if you don't believe that you're going to make it or you're going to achieve what that is. And Mm. I've always been a very ambitious person, but when it came to actually Mm. being in the position to get things done, I didn't believe in myself. I felt like I wasn't capable, um, that people Mm. are better than me, I have imposter syndrome, like, and I didn't have the self-worth. And then besides that, it's also there's having dreams but it's actually doing the work and a question I get asked a lot is how do I stay motivated how do I get up Mm -hmm. and do things and I believe that motivation is a myth I do not believe in it interesting talk to me everyone is motivated because you get out of bed every single day you have a bath you go to work and you do things that you need to do Mm -hmm. otherwise you'll be in bed but discipline is actually doing things whether you want to do it or not which is Mm. what people really need because I love jumpsuits but I would be lying if I said every single day I want to get up and work I don't I know that I need to and I am so 
determined for the goal, for the result and for the person I'm becoming. And that's what makes me get up and do it. Not waiting for a feeling to finally feel ready because you can't predict it. So you can't rely on motivation at all. That is so interesting that you say motivation is a myth. I think that needs to be a bit louder for people to hear. I mean, more of that needs to be out there because motivation, you know, you have motivational speakers, not saying I have an issue with those speakers as a, you know, as a whole, but the idea of motivation itself sometimes can be misconstrued. It's quite interesting that, you know, you have a lot of people go to the gym in January season and then you see that it starts to fall down you have the little spike in january and it starts to you know go down a little bit afterwards and eventually you find out that the numbers reduce highly so especially after the first second month you see that numbers change so why do people do that they are motivated at the start and then eventually they lose that motivation not because they didn't mean well at the beginning not because they didn't really want to achieve these goals because it's much more than that motivation um, idea so it's quite interesting the motivation myth. I think because um, they've set a goal and then they don't know who they need to become to achieve that goal or believe that they are that person mm. for example if you say you want to go to the gym four times a week it's not about necessarily losing that weight it's about believing you that you're the kind of person that goes to the gym right. it's believing that when you say you'll do something you'll do it it makes creating those goals a lot more easier right right so beyond the um feeling of motivation there needs to be some sort of clarity and like just what you believe about yourself and obviously in the beginning you're not someone that goes to the gym but if you keep telling yourself that those mornings when you wake up it's no longer oh, i don't feel like it it's more no but i'm the kind of person that goes to the gym mm. oh, that's self-belief okay yeah. okay yeah that's amazing amazing so would you say that was the process you went through to really help you stay motivated i don't stay motivated ever but um <laughs> i think for me it's always having like visual representations of my goals so i have a vision board that's it practical sometimes i'm a bit lazy to do it in the morning but the whole point of it is to when i wake up i pray i journal i say my affirmations i read and then the last thing I do is look at my vision board and there's different things. So there's stuff that I want to buy this year, like a Celine bag and <laughs> like hills and things like that. But then there's also the place I want to live. There are celebrities I'd love to dress in a jumpsuit. My store one day, um, I've got a studio office on it that I want to get this year. And I just visualize myself. Sometimes it will be waking up in my dream apartment, going to work or going to my office that I hope to get this year or going to purchase that Celine bag once I deserve it, um, meet a celebrity stylist that's going to put me in contact with the celebrity I want to dress. So it's envisioning it and I like to visualise the process of it as opposed to just getting there. Interesting. You said some really amazing things so far. Motivation is a myth, having a vision board, visualising. And you also say something really valuable right there and then. Don't just visualise the outcome visualize the process yeah that is interesting okay because um it's easy to say i want to achieve this and you just visualize yes this is my goal i want to lose this kind of weight or gain this kind of muscle or you know achieve this success in this business but you don't really see and visualize the process how you actually got knocked down how you got a few no's before you actually eventually achieve those goals and that's really the big difference isn't it yeah just really visualizing that process that is amazing. 
awesome stuff now you're probably sitting down listening you're probably wondering how does this link to following your passion and i can imagine that the reason why it's important to visualize is because you're not always going to feel like doing things that are in line with your passion even though you're naturally passionate about it but sometimes your feelings get in the way and you need some sort of routine you need something that some sort of belief system that really helps you keep pushing keep walking that walk of following your passion would you say that yeah definitely because following your passion isn't easy mm, amazing stuff so you obviously said the vision board has helped you on the way what else has helped you um get to this point um reading i'm a big reader i love books okay what kind of books self-development books there's a book called mastery I'm reading that i'm yeah. so excited about it but i love like ryan holiday barbara stanley I've read so much. I can't even tell you, but I want mm. to understand why we do things. Um, they give great examples as well. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, Tony Robbins once said something. He said success generally is 20% mechanics. So the processes and things like that. And it's 80% psychology. And that's quite interesting. So the reason why we're talking about mental things and motivation is because of this. The success of whatever you're doing is purely and majorly linked to how you think. And it's quite interesting that you're reading books to help you on self-development because that's really what's going to help you achieve those goals and be motivated um, because you can hold yourself back along the way from making those calls, reaching out to those clients because it's really you holding yourself back from making those progress. So self-help books has helped you reading generally, visualizing. Okay, awesome. Anything else? I think being around people that are on the same path or not necessarily career-wise, but just their work ethic, their discipline, their ambition is very much aligned with mine. Like all my friends are doing extremely well, like every single one of them. And when you're having a late night um, and you don't want to be up and you want to rather be in bed. And I know that one of my really good friends, she's an investment banker. She leads work at like 3 a.m. When I have to stay up late and then I think about her and she's up late, it just makes you feel like you're not alone or like going to events and meeting people and you're sharing your stories because following your passions is very lonely. People don't understand what you're doing and you go and seek help or seek advice and they don't know what to say to you, which is completely fine. But um, you need to have people that get it, definitely. Otherwise, it's very, very lonely. So, yeah. Mm, amazing so surrounding yourself with people who think similarly to you people that can inspire you people that just being around them or having them in your environment really provoke you to um, take the steps you need to take accountability partners friends mentors yeah. so on and so forth okay. amazing stuff that's amazing you know there's something that you said when we were speaking and that made me think a little bit you said that the process of you going through the sewing helped you understand it wasn't for you. Yeah. And that allowed you to move on to something more niche, which is jumpsuits. Now, that made me think, for people to really know what they are passionate about or what makes them tick, yeah. should they probably expose themselves to as many opportunities as possible so they can understand what makes them tick, what makes them excited? and what they're really passionate about. Do you want to tell us a little bit about why that's important? How you became so niche in the jumpsuit and why that's helped you? Yeah. Well, with choosing jumpsuits, it's more about how I felt when I wore a jumpsuit. Mm. Um, just feeling more confident. And it really showed. And also, when I went out, 
I was always complimented on my outfits. Like, you know, girls we talk in the bathroom and all the girls are like, oh my God, I love this. Like, where do you get it from? And I'm like, oh, I made it and that kind of thing. I always feel like your passion is very close to home. And I don't know if I'd advise people to try so many things. Yeah. It's so tricky because people think it's going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm an artist, I'm a chef, or people love speaking to you and they love coming to you for advice. And then that turns into you having like a coaching business or something like that. Mm. So I wouldn't say look everywhere because then with doing that, you might get distracted and miss what it actually is. Mm. But just look at what is it that you're doing on a regular basis that actually brings you joy. Mm. Interesting. But you need to pay attention to your patterns, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. You mentioned that you journal a lot as well uh, on a daily basis. That's so important because that helps you understand yourself. It helps you really understand your patterns, how you think, your behaviours, certain things that you get excited about. And if you don't monitor these things, you probably lose focus. You probably lose sight of some of the key things that will help you understand how you work. So journaling is quite key and I find that quite impressive that you do that. A quote that um, I heard from another mentor of mine, he said, many people just don't have thinking time. So they don't actually set time to think. When have you actually sat down to say, all I wanna do is sit down and think. People are just used to doing and doing, doing, going for the process. But if you sit down and think and reflect, you probably find out, wow, okay, why do I always behave like this? Why does that get me excited? And that will help you understand certain things and know, wow, I think I'm actually passionate about this. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Additional to that, what would you say? You need to have a very clear goal. Like you need to know what you're doing uh, and why you're doing it as well. Okay. Um, especially with fashion, it's so difficult. Any industry is difficult, but fashion is something mm. I didn't really know where I was going. Now it's like I know exactly how many stores I want. I know exactly which countries I want them to be and I know how mm. big I want them to be. And I know that fashion is a tool to get me to do what I actually want to do, which is give back. And for me, I feel very fortunate. I think when we talk about privilege, we talk about like white versus black and stuff like that. But I think just being brought up in London and living on the Western side of the world, I'm very, very privileged um, in my upbringing. And I feel, I look at the way books helps me and how uh, kids in like Africa or Asia, they don't have that access to books and books that can actually mm. change their mindset or change their lives. And so for mm. me, fashion is giving me the resources I need to go and help these kids because it's like life is not fair and you're just put into the family that you're put into and there I'm sure there's so many businesses and ideas and solutions that are trapped in kids that have no guidance and no help mm. my why is definitely bigger than just money or like having a business mm. wow it's amazing because what you're saying right now it's not just about you making money it needs to be deeper than that than yourself, than you achieving success for yourself, but also impacting other people. And I think that's a source of motivation in itself. All right, so Rebecca, you've said a lot of amazing things tonight. If you were to leave people with maybe like three tips or so, top tips around maybe following your passion and all that stuff, what would you say? First tip is your passion is your passion and you shouldn't allow friends and family to change that or to tell you what you need to do I think especially uh, parents love to control our lives <laughs> parents mean well but they've already lived their life and they hopefully God willing will have so many more years to live but you're the one that has to go through whatever it is you want to do they're not going to take your university exams they're not going to go into the workplace it's literally mm. you 
God forbid it be your last day, would you want to live your life living it for someone else or living it for you? I think we think, oh, there's a do-over, but that's it. It's just one life. So I'd rather die knowing that I did what I wanted to do. That's it. That's it. Second thing is more financial, but understand your money story. Um, Because money affects everything. Money affects your passion because you need money to pursue it. And for me, like the way I was brought up, I was brought up in a very good home in terms of like my parish jobs, very good. Like everything was great, but then the attitude towards money wasn't. Before when I started the business, I'd get paid and I always had clients, I always made money, but would always go. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I started to take responsibility and actually sit down and figure out what was I taught about money? How did this help me? Or how did this not help me? And what kind of person do I want to be with money that I could actually change, mm. that I could actually save, that I could actually raise money, that I can control it and monitor it and everything. And I think money plays such a huge factor in people's lives. So now, like, one of the things I tell myself every day is that I attract money into my business and life every single day. I say that morning and night. And it's like you just see, like, things come into you. Like, you just receive so much abundance i believe i can make money mm. i believe i can keep money and i believe i can grow it so definitely understand your money story nice nice understand your money story so we got live your life and understand your money story amazing awesome awesome stuff the final one would just be like be a student be a lifelong student you always need to learn if you find mm. something that you really want to do that is your passion then just learn as much as you can never think that you know everything um all i know is that i know nothing and i think as you grow older you realize how much you don't know always be learning nice 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 so much valuable things on there wow I hope everyone found it as valuable as I have. Really, really um, appreciate your time, Rebecca. And if you want to find out more about her brand, her website is www.rebeccatembo.com. So www.rebeccatembo.com. So do feel free to go there um, for any ladies. Um, you might have seen already a lot of amazing, beautiful jumpsuits. So lovely to have you, Rebecca. Um, and from myself, like I said, I'm Olaiton Kocho, face of the brand Olaiton, which is dedicated to help people like yourselves, um, if you're interested in following your passion, really help you make the journey easier um, to follow it more effectively and to be able to lead a fulfilling career because you only have one life to live. Like Rebecca said, we offer a free consultation, a 20 minute consultation. So feel free to take advantage of it. Just message us and then we can take it from there. It's been amazing. It's been inspiration, Rebecca. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Pursuit of Passion podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And more importantly, I hope you were inspired to lead a fulfilling career that you deserve. To support you on your journey, I offer a free consultation. So reach out to me and I would love to support you. The website to contact us at is www.pursuit.com olighton.com that's www.olighton.com once again it's your host olighton and i look forward to catching you soon